We're very thankful for his time today. Ted Dabrowski is with us from wirepoints.org. Ted, thanks for the time. Oh, thank you. Ted, we'd like to visit with you, particularly around uh, budget season. And, of course, recently Governor Pritzker outlined some of his goals and objectives with the uh, upcoming Illinois budget, a $49.6 billion state budget, I believe. Uh, what were your thoughts as you digested his presentation? Well, my, my first big thought was that, uh, you know, he's taking a lot of credit uh, where credit's not due. Uh, the numbers in Illinois are better in the short term. They're better because of the massive, uh, you know, COVID bailouts that the state received, both in the private sector and public sector, that have increased the uh, income tax revenues for the state. And so the, the state's swimming in money right now. Uh, it's not legitimate swimming. It's just not anything that um, Governor Pritzker or the legislature have done. Uh, but it's filled up the coffers and it's being used to spend on a lot of things. Um, the finances are in the short term better, but reality is going to come soon when the free money runs out. And the question is going to be, uh, you know, is, is Illinois prepared or Illinois prepared? Are there going to be more tax hikes? Uh, there's already rumors of a, of a progressive tax pitch coming back from one of Governor Pritzker's allies. And so um, lots of things in the air still. Again, Ted Dabrowski is with us today. I noticed that Mark Maxwell asked the governor the other day uh, if we're able to increase spending, why not just make the various tax cuts that were proposed and implemented leading up to and shortly after the election permanent? Did you see that? I, I did. You know, there's a lot of states that are lowering t cutting taxes. Uh, even the Wall Street Journal today uh, mentioned that West Virginia, which is a, a troubled state like Illinois with losing people and all that, they're trying to cut taxes dramatically. Uh, and so, you know, not only Illinois is swimming in cash, most states are swimming in cash. And so uh, it's, a, it's a great question by Mark Maxwell. Why aren't we cutting taxes? And why did Governor Pritzker only lower gas taxes and, and, um, and uh, the sales tax for food? Uh, during the campaign, but then, but then remove that uh, reduction after the campaign. So it's a good question, and part of that is is because we refuse to reform how we spend in Illinois. Uh, Governor Pritzker and the legislature continue to spend, you know, record amounts of money, and uh, uh, you know they should be they should be using this moment to reform and to give tax relief. You know, we have the highest or second highest property taxes in the country, and people feel it. Does uh, Wirepoints view any of the uh, spending that? is proposed in this budget address is there any specific thing that you say well maybe that's not too bad of a proposal well you know we we entered the covid crisis with hardly any reserves and so so governor pritzker has taken some of those you know billions that have come in into the coffers uh he's, he's improved the reserve some so that's good uh he's um put some money extra money towards pensions and that's good but they're all kind of good but yeah you know, they're not really good because if you don't reform it if you don't reform the problem there's putting more money it's just you know again what we should be doing is reforming and lowering taxes instead we're spending more maybe we're putting some money aside which is good but but you know without the core problems being fixed we'll be right back at them when the, when the free money runs out you can find them online at wirepoints.org that's wirepoints.org I also couldn't help but notice that recently Wirepoints linked to a story where Willie Preston, a uh, state senator, Democrat, had said that uh, there are schools in Chicago where not a single student is doing math at grade level. And uh, we've talked about this before, but it was a little bit different to hear somebody from that side of the aisle talk about it. 
Well, yeah, you know, this is the report we put out, and it's been picked up all across the country. There were, you know, 53 schools where not a single kid could do math at grade level, and there were 30, 30 schools where not a single kid could read at grade level, like zero, right? And, uh, you know, this got national attention. And what was interesting is to see Fox News uh, interviewing a, um, a senator, um, who, you know, a Democrat senator, who, who I probably is typically an apologist for the public school system. But uh, in some ways, um, it's good to see him at least being interviewed you know, on Fox News and, and discussing the issue. Um, you know, everybody should know about this. This is just a, you know, there's not that, you know, it's not like some huge number of schools, but, you know, the fact that you have so many schools where not a single kid can read has to tell you something about how failed our system is. Last question for you before we let you go today, and we appreciate you fitting us into your schedule. The Chicago mayoral election is just a month or so away. Uh, there's a multitude of candidates running. It seems that, um, frankly, I was surprised to see Paul Vallis polling as well as he has been. Where do you think this race is going, and does it matter who wins? Well, you know, so it's the 28th, so it's actually the, the first the first runoff, let's call it. Uh, if, if nobody wins more than 50%, there'll be another uh, you know, bat, um, race between the final top two on uh, April 4th. So on Tuesday, we'll have the first cut at this. And, uh, you know, um, it's it's hard to say that there's anybody who's going to dramatically change things. You know, Vallis, Vallis maybe speaks strongly about, about crime. Willie Wilson is also... Um, but it's hard to tell whether we'll get much change or just to slow down in the in, in the problems. But um, you know, I think I think we need we need much more radical reform on on how we spend on education on crime because uh, Chicago's in in a, in a bad way right now. And unless we dramatically change, in particular, you know, the, the whole equity discussion and, and white supremacy and all that that that's taken over Chicago, and we've moved away from merit. An achievement and accomplishment, and so as long as we're doing all this equity stuff and not focus on on our kids doing really well, bringing down crime, and actually like looking at the at the financial numbers, it'll just always be a mess. So, if you want uh, to engage in some gossip, I heard recently that if Chewy Garcia wins, that would open up that congressional seat, which happens to be a district wherein Rod Blagojevich lives, and he is not. He is not excluded from running for federal office. Jeez, you know, that, that, that opens up a whole new can of worms, right? <laughs> like, brings us back to 2008 and, and, and all the craziness then. But, uh, yeah, we got plenty of craziness, and it's, uh, I think it's, it's a sad moment. I, I, I do think that uh, there will be some opportunities for Chicago to improve. It just, not, it just may not be quite yet. Ted Dabrowski with us. Ted, thank you so much for your time. As always, visit their website, wirepoints.org. Ted, thank you. Thank you.